that way. Like, are you implying that we're a different direction? How dare you? <laughs> afternoon good everything it's been a long time but uh I believe it was all medical shit so anyway we're back and uh g money and wustein wustein is uh till he's a bit delayed but he will be here today um and um yeah, it's just been a long fucking time, huh? Right? The, uh... Standing up here. I'm still sick. I just got out of the ICU. Ugh. For after, like, five days. They wanted to keep me, man, like a hostage. I was like, nope. I got shit to do, man. Ugh. It's been so long. It's so weird to be back sitting here on the old, uh... Ones and twos. Holy shit. I feel so rusty. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, yeah, so let's see. Uh, the weird stuff going on around here. Well, there seems to be no internet right now. So reading the news is going to be weird. I'm going to have to try to like do it off my phone or something. Uh, what else? So yeah, and all the music and all that stuff's gonna gonna have to come off the old phone ski. That's gonna be a little odd. <coughs> really not used to talking this long. I haven't talked this long in a long time, so this should be this should be interesting. Um Alright, I guess uh God, my arm looks like camouflage right now. Just purple and fucking brown camouflage. It's so crazy and black. It's so fucked up and like dark browns and shit. God. Man. You know, I'm so fucking hard headed. Like, I don't go in until like I'm at basically death's door. They gave me like the hospital equivalency of like last rites. They were like, he he does have like emergency contacts and all that shit, right? <laughs> I could only come up with two fucking numbers uh, off the top of my head, like my old ass phone number, like I think it still works, and um, uh, Becky Cooper's number, and that was it. I couldn't remember anything else, man. I woke up with a breathing tube. Like, <laughs> I had a scheduled doctor's appointment, like, on Wednesday, and the motherfucker, uh, like, as soon as they tested my, just checked my vitals and shit, you know, hey, so how's he doing? <laughs> they just took me straight to the ER. <laughs> they were like, no, kid, you better go to the ER. <laughs> 
So that's when I woke up with the breathing tube and shit, and I was like, well, this is weird. <laughs> and then they sent me to the ICU, because when I woke up in the ICU, that's when I had the fucking catheter suture to the end of my dick, and I was like, well, th- this stinks. And, like, trying to pee is so weird at that day. It's like trying to pee into a wall. And, like, I was concerned, like, I was like, man, if I pee, isn't this shit going to, like, kind of go around the edges and shit or some shit? And they're like, no, dude, this thing is, like, attached to your fucking bladder. (laughs) So so pulling that out was fun. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, dude. Made me think about so much shit. It was so crazy. Laying in bed all those days. I got to see, um, God, they were so weird, too, when, especially when you're sick. Like, I had an infection, I guess, in my lungs, in my stomach, in my bowels, in, like, and somewhere else. And then, like, and pneumonia. And we were just like, dude. <laughs> Woke up with, like, an IV in my neck. The same neck with the with the with the tube down it, dude. I had so many goddamn IVs. That's why my right arm is all fucking black and blue, dude. It's so weird. Look, it's so gross. Ugh. Anyway, what are you gonna do? Nothing now. It's already done. Hey. But <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was fucking wild. But uh, got to watch a lot of TV, which I normally don't get to do. You know, I watch some movies and shit. I finally I got to see one of my favorite books, uh, movie version, The uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's weird. I figured it was sort of unfilmable, and at least this guy certainly sort of proved it right. But I always like to see fucking uh, uh, a man from the original office. Uh, I was calling him Gareth. <laughs> I know that's wrong. I think that's right, but I, I'm not sure. But uh, he's also like in the Avengers and stuff like that. But he's like Everett Ross or some shit in those movies. But um, no, I, I don't remember what his name is. I don't care. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just like to see the original. Okay, no, Gareth is the, the dildo. Um Anyway, the original, like, um, protagonist from The Office, um, God, yeah, that, that original two-season Office plus the Christmas special, you know, like, the, the whole kitten caboodle is such an amazing fucking, like, to this day, I, I still can just, just whack nostalgic on that thing, man, it's like, early northern exposure or something it's just so good it's so good like um i finally like i had bought the um i think it's like the first four seasons of arrested development and um i haven't really i still haven't sat back and watched it all yet just like the reno 911 shit but um like the uh the the first Maybe ten episodes, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first thirteen or whatever, you know. Like whatever that first little order was, 
those those episodes are so awesome and then like i don't know what it is but the just as far as i can see so far it's like this show just gets like not see because this doesn't make any sense to say silly but it get it feels less substantial it feels like there's less of it there it's so weird like i don't know like the the jokes are lighter not lighter even they're, i don't know they're more like it, they feel like goofy for goofy's sake instead of like being goofy and interesting because that's what makes it what's part of what makes it interesting you know type of thing i don't know anyway who knows who knows but i sort of get turned off even before i finish the first fucking season which stinks but the whole point is I had I I saw like the original run whenever they came out, like two thousand and six, five, six, something like that, right? And I still remembered like there were just certain beats I was like, Oh yeah and then this happens, bang and it's still just so damn funny. Uh just just like it was so memorable at the time, it was so distinct. Like Will Arnett and shit, and the way David Cross was playing it, and David Cross was just being so damn funny at that time, especially um, like between the stand up and like you know like all post Mister Show, just just you know so he's always like he's always like like hireable like for the underground quote unquote like comicy type events and shit and movies and shit so you know he's you know his best friend basically i I think they're best friends is uh bob odenkirk who you know has just stayed busy producing and shit like that and acting and god there's something about bob odenkirk's face the like sort of like sturdy curmudgeon sort of look um I think Al Madrigal shares that same face that, or a similar look, and it just cracks me up, man. God damn it. It's so fucking funny to me to see Bob Odenkirk. Like some, whenever like somebody like tells him a joke and like his reaction to the joke is usually just so damn funny. It, doesn't, it almost doesn't matter what he does or what he says or how he fucking says it. It's just him sort of just taking it in <laughs> and like it it always feels like his internal monologue is basically something like, Well that was fucking dumb <laughs> or, or or like, Oh, he thought that was cute <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> it's really funny, man. Uh so Anyway, he's in a couple of those early ass episodes that, like, like I was saying before, that I just, they're just so damn, they're just so interesting and funny. It's, they're just, oh man, you know, it's like before anybody, any of those folks like really knew, you know, before they knew how big the show was or how influential or if they were going to win any Emmys or this, that, and the other. But, um, yeah, anyway, 
the main reason I sort of went back to uh, re uh, to rewatch them was because um, I'm I really do like um, like Avengers Endgame and um, Winter Soldier, Civil War, like all the Russo brothers like Marvel stuff. I just find just sort of they're they're solid as fuck and um just just sort of fun and smart and together and I know that they were the people who replaced Dan Harmon um on community for the fourth question mark season and um and then you know he came back but um but uh but but they held on to that fucking show. They held it together for that full year while uh you know, while Homeboy was getting fucking hammered and drinking the kettle one and all that other bullshit. But, you know. Takes all kinds. It's a it's a creative field. <laughs> um Yeah. What are you gonna do? <sighs> I woke up too early. <laughs> they gave me antibiotics. Dude, this is crazy. I went to get a fuck to uh like get my checkup checked up, you know, like cause I'd signed myself out. Oh man. One of like my social lady peoples, she was like, you know, this that that's the main county hospital, right? And I was like, Yes. And she goes, they have a very limited number of beds. And I go, yes. <laughs> and she goes, and they wanted to keep you especially in there. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, they blocked the elevator. The doctor blocked the elevator like four times. He put his body between me, the elevator, and and him. He was just like. Okay, so it was a sort of a wild ass way to kind of get into the shit, you know, like to sign myself out. Like I had called the cab and all kinds of shit just to get it done. But, um, yeah, God damn it. It's been a weird couple of fucking weeks, dude. And, uh, I'm just sort of glad I'm on this end of it, you know, as it were. Well, you know, shit, I, w I wish the whole damn thing was different, but since it's not, since, you know, it is what, we are where we are, and, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm here. Fuck it. All right. Uh, let's try to experiment with this phone thing. Do 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 Oh yeah, I came up with this Do you know Hitler's fucking grandma's name is uh Grube? So I was just thinking of like little Hitler being like asked to like go out and do shit. Like Hello Mrs. Shekelgrube can Adolf come out and play? This is Shekel Gruber. It's a gross name. 
Alright, let's see what happens when we do this. Alright. Yeah, let's turn on my tail. There you go. We can work both mics. Alright. Oh, man. <laughs> lady, lady, lady. You are standing in a puddle. Lady, lady, lady. You're standing in a stinking puddle. The puddle's always sinking, sinking, sinking. You don't want to sink in the puddle. Sinking, sinking, sinking. Sinking in the tiny puddle. Okay, it's plugged in. God damn it, this is gonna be more difficult than I thought. Alright, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a different fucking song by the guy I usually open up the show with. And uh I'm trying to figure this shit out. Okay, Mr. Sheikh will you be a play this one?
my Jove. I think I've done it. And then in between all the stuff, it's just going to be me and you. <laughs> Oy vey, this is going to be weird. All right. And here we go. Get it up again. Do, do, do. That's not it. Thank you. 
Check that out, huh? How do you like that? It's a classic little tune there. You don't have to worry. Anyway, uh, what do we play next? Oh, yeah. Play the instrumental. We can do an instrumental, right? We're all adults here. <laughs> all right, here we go. Play, my man. Shit. God damn it. He's <laughs> just getting mad at it. Garbage cans say garbage only.
doesn't make any fucking sense. Because, like, almost doesn't seem by definition whatever hits that fucking can is now garbage. Right? There's nothing else in that thing but garbage. Like, what else could you put in there? No toxic waste? Is that what they mean? You know? Doesn't make any sense.
<laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if this was our place? <laughs> then we wouldn't have to wait so long. There is a house in New Orleans They call the rising sun It's been the ruin of many poor girls And God, I know I am version um, holly uh something around there if you really really actually give a shit about any of these songs um you can always go to the uh, g davis george davis smith i think it is or george d smith uh youtube page it's all under ring i think that's what this is ring ring ding dong Ring a ding ding-ding-ding-dong. Right. Speaking of ring-a-dings. <laughs> 
classic American cinema for you right there. Little theme to Debbie Does Dallas. Who doesn't love that? Boo do 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 doesn't love this song. This song is so fun. And it's it's still sad about the damn lead singer. Alright. Anyway. He is lonely. fucking single they had a few cool singles back in the day all right anyway so did everybody right just kidding 
course not. And they say anybody could be a star or whatever. Nobody's ever said that.
get small. Now, I know you're feeling the highs, you're feeling the lows. The beef starts kicking all through your toes. Get small, y'all. Let's get small. Say right now. Let's get small. Now, what you gonna do? Let's get small. Do you wanna get up, y'all? Let's get small. What you gonna do? Let's get small. Do you wanna get down? Let's get small. Now, what you gonna do? Let's get small. What y'all say? Let's get small. Now, what you gonna do? Let's get small. Say what? Who's back? We got a Wolfstein. <laughs> Paralegal Jeff. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How you been? How you oh, been? Dude, it's been a wild uh, few months, but it's been cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The gang's back. Yeah, dude. Like, you know what's fucked up? I was looking at the ratings and shit. We still do pretty fucking good for people who ain't been here <laughs> like it's, it's our all, back catalog it's, it's or all, something it's all downhill from here now yeah <laughs> she just uh, rested on our laurels and just left no. <laughs> we've sat on our laurels too long but maybe the anticipation will bring people back you know yeah. holy shit new new shit <laughs> new, new. <laughs> new material <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh you wanted to talk about wine was that what you want we yeah were i just figured earlier? i don't know man i just i you know, I don't know. Like, I I wanted to learn about more about like vineyards and stuff like that, and I just figured who to ask. Except uh, for I don't, I don't, I know very little about vineyards. Or, okay, so like, uh, whoa, whoa, tell whoa. tell me about the part of the game that you know about, like wine stuff. I know uh, what wine is. <laughs> it's good stuff. That's what it is. Um, like I had heard, like um, about how uh, particular conditions and stuff like that, you know, uh, breed certain types of grapes and all that type of stuff, and how this temperate area where it's um, uh, rains. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, where it rains only in the winter, and um, basically, uh, and it has a real temperate summer and how uh, just the particular sort of hearty grape that it yeah. makes and stuff like that. I don't know. That's yeah, well, just... well, well, grapes are actually, they're not designed to be in really, really warm temperatures. Oh, shit. <clears throat> they're actually, well, they are. They're, they're, not, they're not meant to be in really, like, really, really extreme temperatures. They're more like a desert plant than anything. They're a vine. So, oh, shit. Um, and... Uh, so you want to look for, uh, from what I understand, they want to look for like, uh, they don't want to look for big extremes, but depending on what kind of grape and uh, what kind of grape and what you want to do with the grape, yeah, um, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll strive for certain kinds of soils, certain kind of climates. Yeah. They do want temperate, cult- temperate climates. So 
basically there's like a certain range of latitudes okay that, that make for the best the plant best growing area best the, uh, wine growing area so okay that's why you usually see places in california <clears throat> oh okay that's uh, like uh and like from in like, italy and from stuff. like washington like the latitudes from like washington down to california and from like and like that's why you see washington oregon california uh france germany uh spain italy italy those, are, those in the northern hemispheres are yeah. the best places southern hemispheres you get australia new they zealand sort of line up south sure. africa argentina chile South uh, Africa. It, it was interesting that the la- those latitudes actually match up to the latitudes where um, you get the most sunlight if you're on south-facing slopes of hills. No shit. <laughs> um, it just happens to... Well, it's more than just happens to be that way. So they like the sun. Yeah. Um, and that's why real estate for south-facing slopes in wine country are the most... Uh, Oh, super uh, expensive, uh, Super right? expensive because they want to have the most sunlight. No so, shit. So, <clears throat> generally speaking, the flatter, the flatter the terrain, the less it, the, le- the the cheaper it is. But that's not necessarily the case. Say like Napa Valley, if like the Opus One vineyards. Okay. So Opus One is this very, very, very reputable wine that was a collaboration between, I want to say, um, oh yeah, like Rothschild and oh, Mondavi. Shit. Okay, so <laughs> so and it's all flat terrain, but then gen, but generally speaking, but gener- is it like a it's shit the, ton some of, of the flat best, terrain? Yeah, but it's some of the best soil. <laughs> it's some of the best soil in Napa. Okay. Um, another thing is the types of soil. So yeah. depending on the soil, like clay, limestone, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. Certain certain soils will help to produce the best wines because they're vines and they uh, they like to grow in a certain type they go, of they go deep and then they collect all the minerals and they bring it back up and so if you have like good limestone soil you get this kind of chalky stony stone like flavor okay. that's um, kind of uh, that kind of bounces out a lot of the acidity in a lot of wines no shit yeah that's bananas well no that's grapes yeah yeah, yeah for sure so i brought i brought a okay like, yeah so what's up so I brought a cup of wine, but I don't know if you'll be able to drink all of it. But oh, I will. <laughs> you don't have to worry about me. We can turn on the music. Sure this fucker doesn't slide into the fucking board. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nothing, man. <laughs> Oh, dude! All right, so yeah, what? What's I, I, so? What's this first one called? This what, is give called me a, give me a Agitator. Whoa! So um, I recently uh, was bumped up to doing sales at Ooh. Total Wine. So yeah. I'm starting sales tomorrow. Oh um, shit! And so what they do is they have this program at Total Wine for the employees called oh. Wine for Life. Oh shit! Um, and so uh, they give me twelve free wines. What? To try. Oh shit! Um, and one did, of them, did, did, they picked them, right? Uh, the first batch they pick, and okay. then when I'm done with the twelve, then I get to pick mine. You, now, then you get to start. Okay. Yeah. Damn. But this is a Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, I love Cabernet. Uh, that has been aged, I think, for three months in uh, bourbon barrels. Yeah, you can fucking smell it. Oh, dude. And it's a, a hefty 15.9% alcohol. Yeah, fucking I bet. It's pretty hefty. Sitting in that goddamn bourbon barrel. Yeah, so what happens is that you see a lot of this uh, cross... Oh, dude. 
It's like surprisingly sweet for a red. It's a really sweet. It's really, really, really sweet. It's. I'm gonna to have to say it's not. It's, it's like a dessert mostly wine. cabernet, but it, yeah, it, it's pretty sweet. It has. It's it's dry by comparison yeah. to other sweet wines, but it's. Uh, I would arguably say it has some like maybe some Merlot or Zinfandel in there. It's because it doesn't. It's not like um, like like syrupy sweet. It's no. like just sort of a natural sweetness to it. It's got strawberries, which is kind of like it has a strawberry flavor. There like you go. Red fruits that you get that you don't usually get with a lot of Cabernets. You can totally tell. God, it, it like and like you said, the dryness. That's what's really distinct about it too. Like to be this, that's like naturally sweet and then dry, just so you like because usually when it's sweet. You know, the fucking flavor lingers and shit. Yeah. It sort of holds onto the back of your tongue. But the, the, the dryness lingers with this one. Yeah, that's what makes this really interesting. You could, so, I could fuck mm. that. No wonder it's called the agitator. <laughs> you could, I don't know. It, it's um, <laughs> tears to the rule breakers, the rabble rousers, the thieves, and the troublemakers. Okay. Mm. Mm. Whatever that's all about. <laughs> Where is it out of? California? Uh, Cal- produced and bottled by Agitator Wines, Parlier... Parlier, 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 California. It's California oh, it's wine. California. Okay. Yeah, it was supposed to. Um, Parlier. It's supposed to compete with Cooper and Thief, which is another. Okay. Cooper and Thief are known for their um, um, wines that are aged in aged in um, Asian whiskey barrels. Like so, they have bourbon barrel aged cab, bourbon barrel aged red blends, rye rye aged rye whiskey aged red oh. blends. Yeah. I bet that's fucking. So that, that's cool. Cooper and Thief, but um, Agitator makes a uh, bourbon barrel aged cab and a bourbon barrel aged red blend. Damn. Yeah. I don't. Well, yeah. Well, I'd probably go just straight with the straight cab because, like, yeah. I'd, uh, rather than a blend, I, I don't know. But. Well, blends are kind of like. Um, I mean, because cabernets can be a bit too hefty for some people, mm. and so red blends. And then the idea is that you can mix. And match all these different varietals to get a certain kind of flavor profile that you want. So, oh, I guess my, yeah, my yeah, taste, yeah. I, I like cabernets. Yeah, but red blends can be surprising depending well, depending yeah. on the blend. Depend, depending, I was on, gonna say depends on who's who's making the blend. Who's making the, the blend? What, the what kind of blend it is? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Because um, excuse me. Because it could be grandma's blend, or it could be a, a fucking sophisticated ass blend, yeah. or whatever you know. There's, and there's a lot of experimentation because unlike unlike in Europe, in Europe, if you make a blend, it has to be from a certain set of grapes. No shit, shut um, up. So, like for example, in France, the so-called Bordeaux blend yeah. can only have I think five or six different grapes, and you can only mix and match shuffle those, those six or seven. <laughs> And depending on where you are in Bordeaux, <laughs> yeah. which is a northwest region in France, yeah, I've been, I've been ha- to France. Uh, yeah, you either have Bordeaux. to have a uh, high, pre- you have to have like a majority of Cabernet and then everything else, or a majority of Merlot and then everything else. Jeez, oh so sweet. so the thing about uh, California and other and other places in America is that you don't, you're not restricted by the percentages and yeah. the varietals. So you, you can just, can just do kinda, whatever you do whatever with whatever grapes you have. Wow, man, yeah, I bet. I mean, that must have blew the fucking doors off of, like, tradition, like wine traditionalists. Supposedly, I mean, that kind of, it became kind of a, so California wine became such a big deal uh, after the so-called Judgment of Paris in the 19, 1976, 
What the fuck? So what happened was that before 1976... 76? Yeah, 1976. This is like... Yo, bruh. I I felt like I could have damn near been born in 76. Yeah. Yeah. So what... Yeah. That's four years earlier. (laughs) As the story goes, um, before then, you know, France was France was known as the uh, the big big. You know, everybody if everybody thinks wine, people think of France. Yeah. And so yeah. there's there is Italy. Uh, that's it. Or Italy. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I thought you were gonna say 1876 or seven, 1676. No. <laughs> no. Actually, I mean, for the longest time, France and you know certain parts of Italy and Spain, France, well, mostly Spain, France, yeah, mostly yeah. France was but considered France. to be the the that's wine country. wine wine country the wine country the 1976 is a british wine merchant challenged french wines by introducing napa valley wines so he did a blind he he, he organized a blind tasting oh no in in paris um featuring oh, napa no. valley wine and uh and bordeaux wine essentially he pulled his fucking jack out and was and, like uh, fuck you and in in in, in practically in, home in practically every category no way the napa valley wines won and these were blind tastings done by french wine yeah. tasters <laughs> Uh, a few of the French wine tasters were so disgusted by the results, by their own results. I think, I think, maybe, I, I can't be too, too sure. Suicide. I think one of them, one of them just like quit. He just resigned. Several of them. My name is no longer worth anything. Exactly. He was like, I, I my palate sucks now. <laughs> my pal- my palate is broken. My palate is broken. A few of them demanded demanded a re a retrial. They demanded a retrial. They've done it again more recently, and the and the Napa Valley wine still won they again. Still won. <laughs> they still won again. <clears throat> and from that point on, from that point on, like everybody started like getting into wanting more and more Napa Valley wine. So that's why Dude, Napa Valley. I didn't know Napa was like that. That fucking like. You know, like fuck you, like heavy duty in the wine. Like I knew they were a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't know that they were like. Like sort of like historically important. They are, of, you know what I mean. They like, are historically you know? important. Yeah, I mean some of the some uh, had to fucking all, wild. many of them, many of the wineries that were in the Judgment of Paris are still there. No shit. Um, yeah, Chant- Chateau Montalena won for the best Chardonnay. Um, okay. I think uh, so. Like they're still like getting better and winning and shit, right? Well, they're, Is that they're, what you're I mean, well, once you establish that you're better than the best board, best French wines, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, your, repu- mean, your worldwide reputation just gets bumped up a little bit. No, but I mean, I mean, but they're continuing to like improve and and like you know like. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. You know, instead of like, you know, they're no, not no, just resting on their laurels. No, 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 no. They're, they're consistent. Sitting on their two brands or no, whatever. Yeah. The part part of, part of what they, well, part of what makes these wineries a business is that they make a consistent flavor profile for their customers, for okay. the customer base. Um, hey, now, all right. Now, well, they just, strive just so, to. Just so the motherfuckers on the radio can understand. Yeah. Explain to people what the flavor, like the flavor profile thing is. Okay, so every grape, every wine that you drink is gonna taste and smell differently. Mm-hmm. Um, some are closely, closely related. So, like a lot of cabernets are gonna smell and taste a lot like other cabernets and merlots, like other merlots. 
Um, but every wine is going to have a little bit different. It's going to be different. So, and it all depends on how it's grown, where it's grown, yeah. what the winemaker wants to do. So, yeah. for example, if you have a really warm, if you have, if you have a relatively warm climate, you can, you, you can kind of, you can basically grow your grapes longer. Oh, shit. And then you can harvest them later. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you harvest them later, they're going to be plumper and have more juice. Yep. And so they're actually going to be coming out uh, at, the, at the end of the process sweeter. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. But yeah. some winemakers, they like they don't want too much sweetness, so they'll actually yeah. pick them earlier. Yeah. Earlier in the season. For so sure. depending on when you pick them, you can kind of um, modify and kind of toy with how sweet or how, how acidic they're going to be. And that's your flavor so profile. Like le- less ripe, you're going to have more of, you know, if you have like really... Uh, it's going to be more unri- sour. Yeah, relatively unripe grapes, you're going to have sour grapes. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you, you harvest them earlier, you're going to get more acidity than if you harvest them later. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. No shit. You know, it's like because some it can be sort of a confusing like phrase. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So like uh, as it is. So for most red most red wines, yeah. Like like a Cabernet, you're gonna get something like blackberries, like black fruit, like dark fruits, blackberries, plums, sometimes jammy blueberries. Um, Your favorite, your your Beaujolais, your Gamay grape is gonna have like raspberry, cherry, strawberry. Yeah, it's gonna have so those lighter, lighter bodied red grapes are gonna like are gonna have red red fruits. I'm a I'm a fan. (laughs) <laughs> and and of course because there are many red wines are aged in oak barrels okay you're gonna get some vanilla you're gonna oh get some yeah oakiness yeah yeah big fan I'm, um, I'm a big red fan i don't fuck with whites that often but uh like white wines that often just i uh, just to just to make sure that you were referring to white wine no i no i just like yeah no <laughs> You know me, man. Me and whites, I, I just don't fuck with them no more. No more. <laughs> They're too sweet. <laughs> they sit on the tongue too long. <laughs> We're still talking about white wine, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're looking for those wines that sit on your tongue just the right amount just, of time. Just the, just the right amount. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, I love a good man. That fucking gamay. What was the other one I, I was fussing with? So the you like so what are the, what are the there's like more four gone? classic. So the, okay, the reds. noble grapes. Oh no, like there's like four classic styles, right? It's like uh, like uh, Merlot. So those are the uh, you get, you're talking about the you talk about the noble the noble grapes. Yeah, yeah. The like, noble the, the the noble varieties are like Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Chardonnay, Chardonnay, um, Riesling. Riesling, and okay. I think there's one more. Yeah, there's like I know there was at um, least four. Yeah, I think those four, maybe one other one. Is it Gamay? <laughs> no. Okay, so Gamay historically has actually been kind of a second class grape. Yo, B. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It, it, it's it's popular. It's a popular grape, and it's one of the lo- so. It's grown mostly in southern Burgundy. So okay. Burgundy is a region of southeast southeast of France. Yeah. And Burgundy is dominated by Pinot Noir as, as a red grape. And Chardonnay is a white wine, as a white grape. But okay. what happened was that Gamay grows so um, grows so well. Yeah. And Pinot Noir is a very, very... Um, 
It's it's a very sensitive grape, so it's very very <laughs> difficult to grow. Um, but, but you can always count on this second class bullshit ass. But grape. It, it, in the market, it's about you know supply and demand. If you make too much gamay, the the price is going to drop. So, yeah. So keep making gamay it. kept being pushed further further down south of Burgundy to make room for more Pinot Noir grapes. Oh, for sure. For and sure. so, so they're, now they're now they're best known for being grown in a region known as Beaujolais. Oh, oh, wow! Of okay, which I know Beaujolais, Beaujolais yeah. is Beaujolais. So if you drink Beaujolais wine, yeah. a, a subappellation of Beaujolais is Morgon. No shit. So, <laughs> so when we were talking about Beaujolais, Morgon, and Gamay, well, yeah. arguably talking about the same wine. Okay. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. All right. No shit. I just wanted to say Gamay because there are as the varietal. Yeah, because I like Gamay or ga- Gamay. Gamay, you know? Gamay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Morgon. Morgon is a Beaujolais wine made of, from Gamay grapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The confusion is because in Europe, they name their wines after the region where they are made. Okay. Whereas in America, instead of the grape, right? instead of the grape itself. Gotcha. Yeah. That's here in America, here in the so it's a new world, old world distinction. It's that fucking kilometers, fucking you know mile bullshit something like something like that you know what I mean? like something you know, like that it's, it's conversion shit you know, like why, it's, why, it's, why do we it, have to do it's it the tradition it's yeah the, it's the tradition yeah it also is because say like bordeaux bordeaux wine bordeaux in france is not just cabernet bordeaux are known for their blends and you have to make them into blends well so if you're you can, known for your region your region probably has a, a at least like a variety of shit that they're doing sure. they're not just sure. doing one sure. fucking thing. It's of not course. like you just, or we just raise cattle around here. And that's yeah. it. No, no, no. We that's don't exactly, fuck with that, chickens. That's kind, or, of that's kind of the thing. And so, um, but of course, in Napa Valley, I think like, it's a huge percentage, like, like 60 to 70% of Napa Valley wine is Cabernet. Wow. It's all, yeah. So uh, the reason why, like these international varieties, like, or ones that are, can be grown anywhere. Yeah. Like Pinot Noir is notoriously difficult to grow in certain places, so okay. you're gonna get Pinot Noir in like, but in like colder climates. Um, What's the um? Oh, thanks. But uh, how how fucking big is like Napa Valley when you think of Napa Valley like traditionally? Like, is it fucking big, big, or is it just? I've like... I've never been up to Napa Valley. Okay, because like. I always hear about Napa Valley, right? And, you know, like, uh, six, you know, like you were saying, it's like 65% of the grapes. But if Napa Valley isn't but literally like two valleys, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well, it's, it's who gives quite, a fuck? It's quite large. But I figured it's big. It's It must, because like they're using it sort of as a metaphor, I think, for like a, just this Northern California region where, like, they grow, you know, a lot of grapes. Yeah. In particular. It's not, like, an actual... Well, there must be an actual particular fucking valley somewhere. But at the end of the day, it's not, you know, like... You know, I don't know, like, off of fucking Third Street or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> Mm, I mean, it's got to be like, because there's Napa, so it must be in Napa, you know. But is Napa right on the other side of that goddamn bridge? Yeah. Okay. That, so right on the other side of uh, the Golden Gate Bridge is Napa. So right over there. Okay. Well, no wonder they named it after that because it's right on the other side of the bridge. 
you know unless maybe that spot right there right by the water and shit right by the ocean and you know right by the bay just happens to just be the perfect fucking climate for um, those grapes uh, and sitting you know how those because it is really hilly over there according to wikipedia there are um about forty three thousand acres of <laughs> of vineyards in napa valley that'll do it um over 400 wineries fuck off yeah 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 it has the mediterranean climate um the geo the geology is incredible it has uh Okay. It has hundreds of different forms of soil there. Hundreds. That's what I was wondering because it's sitting on the edge of the ocean like that. And so all the different kinds of soil help to produce different kinds of wine. So you can yeah. have Cabernet grown in And this is the thing with Burgundy too. Okay. Um, Burgundy is very similar with like all the different sorts of soils, like all within like all right, basically all next to each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, some people will say, oh yeah, uh, you can have this one vineyard that is worth like a thousand dollars a bottle and then right next door you'll have another vineyard just 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 a road one block away yeah that's going to be like a hundred dollars a bottle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then part of that is tradition because part of that is because that one that really expensive vineyard was had been, has been uh, uh built a reputation or some shit over hundreds of years oh, of being shit. like this really really top and they have the same kind of same family uh tending to the estate over for oh, all that time shit. okay and the others are just uh recently been yeah. made into new blood vineyard, new blood new blood <laughs> reef sort of thing um yeah and so that's tradition but it's also because they do they also do soil testing and then they just see oh yeah the, you know these tend to make better wines overall the, one is like on a hill the other one's flat, oh yeah 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 so that yeah. sort of thing there's that real basic i mean yeah as long as you got them basics like the funny, that yeah the funny thing is that grapevines before you know wine became such a big thing grapes are not like the best plant crops to grow fuck no yeah no. What, yeah. what, what, what would you do with them? But, but exactly. you know, you could snack exactly. on them. Exactly. <laughs> what what can you do with grapes? Wait, besides snack on them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. that, like, or make wine. That's it. Yeah, here's the uh, amazing statistics. 70% of all grapes grown in the world are, are made, are grown to make wine. How much? 70? 70. Oh, 70. 70. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. That's a lot. That's a lot of wine. Jeez, oh. That's a lot of wine. Cause I um, like I like green grapes. Table grapes? Yeah. Yeah, table grapes are great. I like green table grapes. Yeah, you those know? are great. <laughs> yeah. Those are a different. Those are a different grape, actually. No, they're no. Yeah, they're yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Lambrusca. Yeah, like oh man, like I, what the fuck? Where Versus I, vinifera. This must have been way back when I was. Must have been in Michigan. Maybe we were out on a trip or some shit. But like I ended up ha- like tasting like an a, like a wine grape instead of like you know mm. L- mm. instead of like a like a table grape type mm-hmm. grape like mm-hmm. off the vine type shit yeah and um it was like surprisingly like fleshy and mm-hmm. like like the seed was like really really kind of really pity it was like real big like you know like and mm. they don't uh, make seedless wine grapes well, I, I wouldn't think so no <laughs> but um but yeah they're none they, 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 you can't eat wine grapes yeah but they're they're just they're 
they're like you said they're they're fundamentally different they're yeah in the different way species that, yeah, the different the species they, of grape yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just surprised like it was like slicker and like hmm. more um yeah it was like more like smooth or so like like when you peel a, a, a table grape and then mm-hmm. you know like like it like yeah it, i don't know i don't know it, it was uh it was, it was distinctly different. Than, interesting. Interesting. I've never had, uh, I've never eaten a wine grape. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, like, uh, I, I recommend it. it. Like, they're good. Yeah. But, but they taste like, they don't, they're, they're odd. They're, they're earthier for hmm. sure. Interesting. Yeah. Like, interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting. That, that would be the way I'd probably describe it. They're, they're interesting. Just, yeah. They're, they're sweeter and they're earthier. Like no matter those what, are the, what, those are two of the main flavors of of wine grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like compared to like a table grape, they're 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 sweeter. Yeah, those that would be the the way I yeah. describe it. Yeah, and like like weirdly, the at least the one I had mm-hmm. was like a little like lemony, like and it was like more acidic or something. Acidic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, do you know where you, you where, again? You were like up I in was Michigan? like in Michigan, like up in just. Uh, Probably out in the like I don't know in the woods somewhere. I mean, it's you not know, it's not the best. Not Michigan no. isn't known for their wines. No, but like, <laughs> but, but they just there was like some vineyard up there. Like yeah, some sort yeah. Of shit and Here's the thing: it's kind of like if it's not necessarily the best business to go into if you're going to be if you want to just laze off and like get money right away. Yeah. Because you're gonna have to work your ass off for several years before you even start to see anything making a profit resembling, resembling a, pro- a, profit. a profit resembling a profit <laughs> i was going to say um, and you and it's, you're basically a farmer yeah. that's what you do you, well, are, you are a farmer yeah. so it's very similar to agriculture agricultural stuff yeah or yeah you're an agriculturalist yeah but at yeah. the same time your your the dream is to produce a grape that wins Sure. You know, and you want, like, well, yeah, like uh, well, not, through, not through wins fucking what? agriculture. What do you want to win? You want to win? Well, like, like win you can awards make, you can make, for really good You fucking, can make, like, uh, like uh, what, Yellowtail or Barefoot? They're, like, really, like, you basically get a, a 1.5 liter bottle of Barefoot for, like, five, seven, seven bucks. Okay. This is, I can, this, I this is retail for, like, $25. That for, makes sense. So... And it's kind of like, what, what do you mean by winning? I mean, in well, terms I mean, of, I mean, like, like, because well, you could be probably conglomerate like best in region, and that you know what I mean. Like, you could be well known among wine connoisseurs. That, I mean, that's there's what different, I mean, there's different forms of success. Like, if you're not, if you're like in making the really best best wine there is, the most complex, the most, you'd move. Then, then, then you can go you'd be like Camus moved to South Cam, Africa you could be like Camus Vineyards or South Africa or you know yeah. best in South Africa yeah. or like Camus yeah. Vineyards or like uh, or Opus One they sell for hundreds of dollars for yeah. their bottles there, there's something about climate that you just it's unavoidable right yeah, yeah but it's also a point, business it's also a business where it's like you can basically buy out buy up all the uh, all the dregs of what everybody else all the all the uh, the leftover grapes from everybody else's harvest and you can just make a wine from that no shit but that's what that's what mandavi did no way i mean he basically that's how he started no his business is he has a high i mean uh um, i know the late, late, the late robert mandavi he started out like as a wine merchant he made he basically 
made his own vineyard, but then a part of his, uh, so and he was known for his like really, really awesome wines, but also in the side business, well, he basically- he a, he a blend dude, right? Yeah, well, that's kind of, I mean- I mean, there's no other way. No, you can make you can make full on full cabs. You can make full full merlot. You can make these full grapes if you have the grapes. If oh, you I have guess the grapes, yeah. Yeah, that's there. I guess. But it's also the sense where he's like he can see. Oh, you know, you have all these other vineyards around who uh, that have leftover grapes that they don't that they can't sell. I'll buy them up and I'll make my own blends and then I'll sell that. That that's what I'm. That's what I meant by blend blend guy. Yeah. Like because he would buy the excess. Yeah. So like it, whatever the excess, he would just sort of experiment and make you know this year's blend or whatever. Yeah. I, I would assume, but I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. All right, I'm play a tune. Take a break. Go back to some more wine talk when we get back.
Looking for a temporary job? The U.S. Census Bureau is hiring thousands of temporary workers across the country to support the 2020 census. The Census Bureau needs full and part-time workers for a variety of positions and offers competitive pay. To apply online, go to 2020census.gov forward slash jobs or call 1-855-562-2020. Once again, to apply online, go to 2020census.gov forward slash jobs or call 
Nation, we're back. We's a back. We's a back. Yes. Sorry, I feel I'm a little tired because uh, la- over the last week or week two weeks, I pretty much have like three hours of sleep on yeah. average. So. I, I am. I, I'm so con- having a weekend, having one day to sleep in, well. This is the day I called my man. Hey, let's go back to the station. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, I figured you could come in at any time, though, Van. Yeah, right? You that's know. why I kind of like came in. Like, yeah, like eleven. I figured yeah. like eleven to school, Van. Yeah. You know, but it yeah. was earlier than that. You showed up yeah, earlier yeah, than that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to wake up at eight. No, yeah. I woke. I fucked up and woke up at like six a.m. or yeah, some I shit. Woke, I wake up at five. Or no, five. No, I wake up at four thirty or five on average. But yeah. then my my schedule is changing so that I'm not going to be waking up that early anymore. That's awesome. Thank God. Yeah, Thank man. God. Hey, I'm glad you got the new gig, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, uh, for the last since like, I mean, I've been working at Total since like July. But okay, then even yeah. before that, from like February, I was a so from February. Like, you, so you started in February. I started working for Wine Warehouse, which is a distributor. Okay. Um, and then I worked. Uh, I started working at Total Wine in July. So, but then all through that time, I've been pretty much doing merchandising, which is just a fancy way to say stock boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't quite sure. What so, merchandising well, merchandise. I mean, merchandisers are the ones who do all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Okay. They're the ones who 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 stock the stock wines, the, stock shelves, the, wines, the beers, the spirits. Are the ones who put up on the shelves, put up dude, all on the back. I, oh. Um, I, I ever tell you when I used to fucking load. I, I, dude, and I got I got freaking I got freaking yoked though for uh, after several months just like doing that stuff. Dude, I used to put beer on trucks. Yeah, for for a, for a gig, that yeah. was the gig. Just on on those semis, you just stacking beers like like twelve high, you, forty you, ounces. You'd be amazed at how heavy water can be. <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah, water no, and glass. Water and glass can be Fuck very very you. heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, dude, that was I'm, t- one day th- we had like a fucking storm roll through because it was just like a wind tunnel. Basically, you know what I mean? Mm. It was like, oh shit. And like, it like the wind just started whipping, and the fuck, it was like a tornado was outside. Dude. <laughs> yo, yo. Uh, yeah, you're man. early, man. You're, you're early. Yeah, man. You come in like Paul's, in quarter, pa- two, Paul's two. usually dives in here like fucking three. Oh, thir- touching the women. No longer touching the women. Oh, okay. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't know. That, what he's that, talking about. Okay, I thought that was just completely out of context. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking like sweep the leg, Johnny. Dang it, George! What have you been doing since we were gone? Yeah, last time I was here, I was touching women. Did you want some wine? Oh, jeez, what's going on here, boys? Well, we were, he wanted to talk about wine, so I brought, yeah. I brought an open wine bottle so that we could just finish it off. Here, here. Soon as I make the studio a closed studio, we are now in a closed studio. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't have an extra cup for you, man. I don't have. A, I don't have. A, you have an extra cup somewhere? Yeah, I'm sure there's cups behind that fucking rack over there. I'm gonna have to open. Use oh, the candle. No, the rack. I'm gonna have to open. There's up gotta this be something there. on that rack. I gosh darn you! Maybe want to open up this other bottle of wine. Sounds good to me, man. What is so it? So we were talking a about Monet? Cabernet Sauvignon. This is this is uh, Oak Grove Merlot. So Merlot. Uh, these are all these these two wines are wines you could find a total wine. I really like fucking Merlots, man. Or Mer- I, not right, fucking. I, I don't like fucking Merlots. I gotta open it. Oh, I didn't even know you had to open it. Sorry. No, no, no. 
I'm gonna have to open it. I'm gonna have to freaking taste it. I'm gonna like right taste it. Yeah, 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 man. You you can't just walk in here like a bunch of dullards, man. We gotta get it right. We gotta keep it moving. So of course there are different ways of opening a wine bottle. Okay, yeah. Give give us the fucking twenty two. Traditionally use a corkscrew, one of those big ass corkscrews. <laughs> Perfect wine opening music. Oh, Diana Ross. Yeah, man. She's turning it round and round. So, but then I figured cork. I I I found out that corkscrews are terrible. I don't like. Cork, yeah. I don't like corkscrews. Don't they, don't they actually put cork into the wine? That's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. That's the kind, you have the kind that I always, this is, that's the this one is I've always we, used. What's called a waiter's friend? Yeah, waiter's friend. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I always it's use. The better, you better tip me. No, because it's got that, that, that side edge that, uh, that you use to pump that fucker down. It, it's really cool. It, the, it, seems, it seems fucking simple, but people, I don't know what's like a traditional like you bottle st- opener. It still uses the same corkscrew, but this uses a lever. Yeah, it, yeah, there you go. It uses. Oh, so it, you just pry it out. Instead of like that, that, that dumb fucking. So there's a little edge. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. It sits on. It, and usually they have two different edges: one short and one long. And then it just pops right out. My, my one at home is kind of like that. It puts a little kind of a blade on either side of it. doesn't actually pierce the cork itself. Oh God, it kind of goes between the bottle and the cork on both sides and then just kind of pries it out just like his does. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's this like ever, ever since the fucking... I don't know when it was, but I, one of my friends was like a bartender. Oh, yeah. that must, I think that's what it was. One of my friends was a bartender in... She was like, this is the only thing you ever need to buy as far as, like, getting a fucking a bottle opener and a stuff. Waiter's friend? Yeah, waiter's friend. Yeah. And, and they're cool because they're, they're, they're small. They're like, um, oh, yeah, that's lush. they remind me of, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, Boy Scout knives. You know? Uh, like how, you know, how, like, boys... Swiss Army knife? Yeah, sort of, yeah, like a Swiss Army knife type knife. Where it just, it feels like it doesn't... It's what they call the field knife. It has an actual yeah. spoon and fork and the whole bit yeah. on it. Yeah, there you go. Like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like a... It's like a, a big American Swiss Army knife. Yeah. <laughs> For campers. Yeah, yeah. This is such a, the, the waiter's friend is such camper a useful, useful device. That looks more like a, a waiter's, not just a waiter's friend, it looks like a waiter's switchblade. Yeah. yeah, well, I got, ah. I, I got it with the nice wood. Uh, yeah, you got a nice one. I would have to say that is nice wood you got going on there. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's a I'm glad. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> and then there's also the, the, the wine thing. Yeah. So. So, the thing about Merlot... I is love Merlot. Merlot is like when I go out. Well, people, people drink. People, well, I haven't seen the movie uh, Side Sideways. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of it. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. So what happened in that movie? He's he hates Merlot. Okay. He loves That's Pinot weird. Noir, and they, they go to so he they go to like I think they go to Napa. They go to yeah. they go to Napa, and they go to like Paso Robles. And they go all over California, <laughs> and there's a famous scene. I haven't seen, it, but I saw the scene on YouTube where he's yeah. like, "No more fucking Merlots." Okay. Because they keep going tasting Merlot. Merlot is a very popular grape. Yeah, I like I like I, I like Merlot. <laughs> he loves it so when much. I, he's a wine enthusiast. 
who's an alcoholic. Oh, and what happened was that what funny thing is that the the the, uh, the wine that he ends up thinking is the best ever is a Merlot. Right. I can see why people like don't like Merlots. That's, not, like, that's like the big switch ending. It's wow, like, what? he's really gay. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I, that, I don't know. I never watched this stupid movie. It was. It I was, haven't seen it either. But uh, okay, I don't know a, a movie about wine. Yeah, it's a movie about <laughs> wine. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and he like. Guy has a, um, he's in his there's like, nothing, midlife crisis. There's nothing. None of none of these are like uh, like come automatically awful things. No. But wow. Come watch me, Phil. But they're not they're not calling me, that's but plum. but it's that's not plum. it's not to say that you know those are just intrinsically bad. But like just, at the same oh, wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. See I don't I I don't think so. Well what happened? What happened? No, I'm not the wine. I'm talking about the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? I, I don't know. It's like when I think I can understand why people are like kinda meh. On Merlots, like I, I like Merlots. It's very, it's very straightforward. You're not gonna yeah. get like super. There's, there's no mystery in that grape. It's real fucking it's like. A great table here's wine. my dick, type grape. You know what I mean? Like that, that's how I'm gonna write down my tasting notes. <laughs> this, is, this is like that. Here's my dick wine. But I mean, really, it just, it's sort of like it's not obscene. But it's just it, like it, it, it does what it does and it does it well. It, you know, here's the thing with Merlot. Yeah, that's why I think the character in Sideways didn't like Merlots because it's that's very, what I'm it's saying. very straightforward. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it, it's there's not gonna, certainly it's no not gonna mystery. It's not going to knock your socks off, but it does what it does. Yeah, it gets the job done. It gets the job done. That's what I'm it's, saying. It, it, it feels a, like a like a like an alcoholic ass. It's a workhorse grape. Yeah. Yeah. They probably. I mean, a lot. I'm pretty sure. I'm, 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 feels, I'm not sure about this, but I'm pretty sure a lot of. Wines. Okay, so the the um, I under, bet you- under the ABA rules, it has to be. I think was it seventy five? In order for it to be called a California wine or a California like a Cabernet Sauvignon, it has to be like seventy five percent. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of quote Cabernet Sauvignons you see are mixed in with some Merlot. Because I'm just saying, man. I don't know. Just to make just to make it. I like. Just to- Oh, sorry. Just to make it smoother, to round out the notes, because Cabernets can be very bold. It is very round, nice. yeah. This kind of helps softens it up. I can you know? see that. So, it's funny. I think your analogy of the Merlot is you're describing yourself. Okay. And, and no, he is. And then you, you're like breaking free gum. No, that ain't me. I just don't... I. I it, 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 Very much like this show. Is what it, no, what I'm saying is like this fucking... I, Mer, Merlot's... I, the only reason I'm sympathizing with the person that doesn't like a Merlot is like just upon just like a quick tasting of like just this Merlot, as especially as opposed to the other one we were just drinking, the Cabernet, the Cabernet, which was like sort of like sophisticated that dryness, that sophisticated dryness, and all that stuff that was going on with that fucking grape, and this thing is just like you smell it and you're like, yep. That's fucking red wine. And then you're like... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that, that. You know what I mean? Like, it just... It's just like... Yep. So that's some regular like, ass shit. If you don't like heavy tannins in your wine, Merlot is a very good red wine to drink. Because it, 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 it's really... Like he was just describing, like, what, what was the word you just used? Uh, the, Here's this fucking red wine. No, but no. What, <laughs> the, what, the other one that you just drank, what did you use the word? What was the well, word? It was, it was dry and... Dry. Yeah. Dry. It is. Yeah. I think of champagne. I think of other stuff that's like yeah. almost like, you know, like 
takes your breath away and it yeah. takes away from all the flavor. No, your breath taking. Aww. Haven't you see? didn't you see uh, Keanu Reeves? And the, they mm. did like, uh, he was in an award show they were going to do. And Oof. I think it, I think it was. Tw- oh, I think it? I've seen that. It was, e, it was the EU or no, it was the. Um, it was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then some guy, like, he came out. It was like a big giant surprise because he's part, he, he plays the voiceover for this video game. Right. And uh, someone in the crowd, you're breathtaking. Oof. And then Keanu Reeves is like, no, oh, you you're breathtaking. You are breathtaking. <laughs> what an idiot. He is breathtaking, by the way. Which one? Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. He is half Chinese, too. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Isn't he? Amazing. Amazing. Is he from so Hawaii? Like, if him and Tommy Chong had a love baby, would it be Asian? It would be. It would no, it would uh, be an American baby. It would be one. Yeah, thank you very much. Good answer. No, but I meant like... <laughs> because they're Asian. both American. <laughs> so, well, they're both half Asian. So. But on, I, I don't know what that means. I gotta take this call. Okay. Anyway, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> because it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> kind of like me being here. I'm sorry to invade your space, but it's good to see you guys back on the air and doing what you do. Been a long time. It's uh, it's 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 wild. Like um, I was out of fucking commission. I just got out of the ICU after five days. I like I let myself out and shit. They wanted to keep me there. The fucking doctor kept blocking the motherfucking elevator. But like I needed to take care of some like stolen money shit back at the house. And, it was just a pain in the ass. It's been a crazy fucking ten days. All on top. It's all on top of like having those seizures that started this year. So wow. Like, like look at this tooth. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, Super that's glued. I ate half my tongue. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because I, I had two in one night, and then I just smashed that fucking tooth in the process. So did so did you escape? Did you literally? Yeah. Escape? Yeah. Yeah. I signed myself out. Like, uh, took a taxi, uh, back in town. Like, I had some stamps to pay for it and shit. So, like, well, like, it's good to see you. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had to get down. I, I went down to, uh, Golden Gate Park for, uh, to get this far away, like, out of beds and hospitals. And, like, I was so dude, weak. Dude, so, I mean... Dude, you here for all the all the crap that you've been through the last for the last week, Fucking, few months or so. Yeah, you you look good, dude. Thanks, you, man. You look good. Thanks. You look refreshed. I feel Except I feel for the pretty bruises fucking and the good. broken tooth. You look very very yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. That fucking tooth is weird, ain't it? But like, um, don't worry. George I'm getting, Wa- I'm getting George, used You're to not it. George Washington. George Washington had ooh his teeth are fucked. Well, up. Apparently, what happened was uh, I mean, what happened was that his his hy- dental hygiene was so bad. That's why he never smiled hey man I wouldn't either and he was very soft spoken because he didn't want to open his mouth because his mouth he was just freaking wretched bad breath didn't he have have something to do with a cat (laughs) I'm just joking I have no idea what that did George Washington own a cat he did own a vineyard yeah yeah Yeah. Martha's Vineyard right isn't that what Martha's Vineyard is no 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 well it's a separate Oh, oh, he did own. He also owned his own whiskey distillery. Oh yeah, I did. I did know. Yeah, that. yeah. So the historic, the America. So this is what I was reading in my material, in like my study materials for the job. Is like yeah. 
the American Whiskey Trail. That must be that starts fun to that do starts in George there. Washington's like own whiskey distillery. Yeah, he, he was he was, a, he was freaking making his own whiskey, man. Dude, that's I, I was gonna say that's gotta be fucking sort of fun. Like the the research sort of like uh, like on this job, like because like you when were, I when I used to work for the record store, yeah, like. You could, I guess, technically call like a lot of the shit I did like research. Yeah, yeah. But just like, learning about all these bands, but yeah, the history yeah, and the yeah. culture and all that. Yeah, you just you just get for like like yeah for yeah decades and all kinds of shit and this that and the other thing and you know. And, and one thing I love about whiskey is how we celebrate it, all the all history. the criminals. We celebrate all the criminals. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? There are you know what all those. You know what's really fucked up is like when you really get into like the heart of like that fucking like Italian gangster mm. fucking. But, I love the but, smell of this though, man. I, I have to. I mean, you like yeah. that smell? Uh, for what it is, for Merlot. For what it like, is. For yeah. what it is. This is what I like. I appreciate all these wines for what they for for their own character, for their own uniqueness. I'm not like somebody yeah. who's like, oh, no. this is not this is not a freaking Camus Vineyards or Robert Mondavi. Yeah, Mondavi's, dude, like, that Napa would ooh, this that, like, I don't give a shit about that. No, I mean, if it, if it costs more, if it's worth, I mean, you're, my my thinking is. Some wines are really worth the money to buy, like a $50, $60 bottle of wine. Yeah, they really that, are that's worth That's a that rare much. wine, but yeah. But uh, for the most part, you can enjoy... <coughs> what, I would, what I would say, and I've heard this uh, said about whiskey, and yeah. it's about for a lot of beverages, f- 50%, what I would say, 50% of the flavor comes from the wine itself, 50% comes from the company. And I think, uh, I think it's more like 50, uh, 45, and then 5 is you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. That's why like, well, That's why you can buy $5 wine. Yeah. Why, and, and people will drink it because for them it tastes good versus like a $50 wine and people, because I have a lot of coworkers who are like, oh crap, he's, they're buying $5 wine. Look, Which right. in my opinion, yeah, it's true. It, it compared to, this is like, this is $8. Okay, Look. This is seven to seven, $8 wine, which is like, okay. You're, you're you're paying you're getting what you pay for, but for a solid sub ten dollar wine, yeah, for something that you could buy for under ten bucks. Do you drink this? Is that really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, dude, that motherfucker is a fucking gangster. Yeah, if, see, if I told you this is just a, if I told you this was like thirty bucks, you'd be like, nah. Yeah. But if it's like eight no. bucks, eight bucks. Even for you know what, for thirty, I'd you know what, I, I, I would have just been critical. Yeah, you know what but I mean. For eight bucks, this is like. <laughs> Wait, let's get two. Right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, it there's there's a thing where we, in wine they call QPR quality to price ratio. For sure. This is for eight bucks. This is this is a damn good. That's drink. a winner. This is a, this is pretty good That's for eight bucks. Winner, winner, Merlot dinner. Yeah, man, bourbon bourbon barrel this goes dinner. Well with, I mean, like every descriptor. Is this really a bourbon barrel? No. No, no, no. That's just a Merlot. Now, what did what 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 did that sit in anything in particular, or what was it just sit sits in just regularly uh, the oak barrel? What are you talking about? The the wine itself. Oh. The, the, yeah. It's gonna sit in my old cask. Well, sometimes they sometimes they Vincent sit in and bottled in San Martin, California. Okay. Um, Oh, so for, mo- for okay, so red wines for the most part, most red wines are going to be aged in oak barrels. In oak barrels, yeah. Yes, but they're but it's because the other this one is what was we were drinking earlier. Let me just take which is a that's the the one you were making wow. the making yeah, fun of the dryness. That was the one you were talking about. Yeah, 
It's very, yeah. it's, it's, it's so, it's like sophisticated. It's got a little bit of leather. No, well, it had been open for, for several days. And it has a nice little... Woof. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a leather note, which is kind of common with Cabernets. Um, but it also has this, like, it had this, like, vanilla. So that was the... Yeah. Bourbon. It was very bourbony. Yeah. Um, and what happened is that that was... So they'll, they'll age it for... So this was released, I think, about uh, about this year. I think this was released. So they, they age it for, like, two years in oak barrels. And I think they'll finish it for maybe about three months in bourbon barrels. So they put, so they take, they take the take the wine from the and old oak barrels. They transfer it. They transfer it to bourbon, ex bourbon barrels. Yeah. See, now, the thing about that is because they don't want to finish it for too. They don't want to finish it for too long because the longer you spend, the sweeter get, it gets, right? Yeah, and you get too much of the bourbon flavor. Yeah, uh, it's but, just different with whiskey. Whiskey is like, well, they do it for three months in whiskey barrels sometimes. See, it, what what I what I find so, like. Uh, interesting about this is like my first job, like like official job job, was uh, I, I used that to is, work is, around like all these jam. like these fucking. I smell jam. This is like blackberry blackberry jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, a little that, bit of spice. That's pretty fun. A little fun. bit, a little bit of pepper. I used to work with like all the just a hint. Like around like all these like races and shit, like because like they they were just. I'm eat- glad you got out of that job. Oh well, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't work <laughs> working with, the with ra- them racists. No, I'm no, glad no. You got I didn't. Out. I didn't have to work with racists, but they just came in a lot because, like, it was the early mid '90s, and we were uh, doing like br- br- and racism br- brewing was a thing beer. In the early was and like thing in nobody the was 90s. brewing beer oh, out Rodney in King. fucking Michigan except for fucking white dudes. That like <laughs> didn't like black people very much. <laughs> you make you make a sound. You make a sound as if Michigan's not the be- Podunk. Michigan's not the best place to go to. Oh man, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah, that's why I'm here in San Francisco. That's why I moved fucking thousands of miles away. Well, that and the snow. That yeah, and the cold yeah, yeah, the snow's not that fun. But you know. I've never I've never experienced snow to the level oh, where you dude. had to like where you couldn't go to school. <laughs> Dude, I always had to go to I've school. Had like a, Damn it! I've had like a week out of school because of snow. Like, Damn it! The the, it, the 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 closest getting out of school because of weather. Day. Oh, no day, dude. See, see, here in SF, the closest thing you got was this crazy ass rainstorm. What? And then they had like they had to shut down maybe one road or two, but I still had to go to school. <laughs> I still had to go to school. They shut down bus route sixty two. <laughs> but you still have these other three bus routes you could take. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you ever did you ever have to like because of inclement weather were unable to go to school? No, because I lived here in California. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Worst thing no is like a snow days. No, <laughs> the only snow days I had were in high school. Alright. We gotta get out of here. We have run. We we've run at we've run at the clock. We're like Captain America. G Money and Wustein. We'll be back next week. Take care, y'all. Mm-hmm. There is a land that I have heard about so far across the sea. There's a land that I've heard about.
Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 40 seconds. We're going to start this off. It's the Edge of Insanity with Sexploration with Monica today. Tap on that mic, Mr. Brandon, please. Hard. Harder. Dad, get another one then. We've got 25 seconds left. Tap hard. There you go. Gotcha. Thanks. Radio silence for 10 seconds now. Silence. <laughs> 